Спорка серед зими в столиці Місто успіху і невдач Покинули ми свої провінції Шукали себе, мама, пробач У погоні за мріями Ми кухали та зараз інші часи У нас нові ритуали тепер Штою зброю на випадок We have been investing in this 15 years of our life. Yeah. Even money, we can't, uh, we can't count all money that have been invested. But who can evaluate 15 years of our life and the yeah. works that were created by artists, we can't evacuate now. And we have to do, we, we don't know what should we do. We have to begin life from uh, from zero. On this episode of Playtime with W.C. Turk, I speak with Yulia and Max Volashin of the Volashin Gallery in Kiev about the war in Ukraine and the arts community's response to that conflict. In 1993 and 94, I traveled to Bosnia and Sarajevo as a witness to what I saw as the destruction of that arts community. It was less about the arts as it was about a greater cultural disaster I saw befalling the world. The arts exemplify the best of a society's, and by extension, a species' cultural achievements. Researchers at the University of Maine found that culture helps humans adapt to their environment and overcome challenges better and faster than genetics. Researchers found that humans are experiencing a special evolutionary transition in which the importance of culture is surpassing the value of genes as the primary driver of human evolution. The arts have always been the primary driver of that truly evolutionary ascension. The artists and their art and the cultural treasures that they create define us and become markers of the ultimate commodity that is human life. That is true for the artists in Bosnia and the former Yugoslavia, Kosovo, Rwanda, those still struggling in Syria, Afghanistan, Iraq, around the world, and now those in the attack by Russian forces against the sovereign nation of Ukraine. I reached out recently to that community. I began that conversation via email with Pavlo Makov, a Ukrainian artist of Russian birth who now resides in the besieged city of Kharkiv. Within days as the fighting escalated and the power was cut, the conversation with Pablo was also cut short. Recently, he told France 24 News that, quote, it is mortally impossible for him to leave his home, but he has no intention of abandoning that home 
or his nation. A recent piece by NPR carried the story of Kiev gallery owners Yulia and Max Voloshin, who remain stuck here in America while their hearts, friends, and family remain in Ukraine. Yulia and Max join me to tell their story and the story of a vibrant and stalwart artistic community in Ukraine. How did I do? Perfect. Yes. Yeah. Uh, so so let let's let's start with a little bit of an introduction. How long has has your gallery been in existence? Well, Washington Gallery we opened in 2016. Mm-hmm. And before the Washington Gallery, we had another gallery for 10 years. For 10 years. Okay. Which was closed. Yeah. Was closed. And uh, we are now in art business for more than 15 years. What drew you to the arts and compelled you to open the Volashin Gallery? To open a gallery, yeah. yeah. We opened a gallery when we were 20 years old. We were students. Are you both artists or do you have do you have a background in oh, the arts? We have economic and the law education. Oh, okay, but just a love of the arts. We love arts and we love present our art. I think it's, I don't know, art for, for us, art. And I think it's most interesting, most uh, important in, uh, in this world for us. Please explain explain why it's so important to you it's important because we want to integrate our arts into the international art processes mm-hmm. we want international professionals to understand more ukrainian context mm-hmm. and to present it separately like independent independent okay. independently in exhibitions yeah in yeah. important institutions uh, Max, Max, do you, do you have anything to add to that? Yeah, I, I agree with Julia, and I think before the war, uh, the art scene in, in, in Kiev, in Ukraine, was very, very developed. Yes. It's a lot of things to do. In Ukraine, we have a lot of interesting artists, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. but uh, not a lot of them are really good integrated in like art world. And it's uh, our main goal to in- integrate Ukrainian art to the like global processes. Beautiful, beautiful. So I have to ask, how how surreal is it to think of your country, which was peaceful a month ago, a month ago, that that people now refer to it as a war zone or war torn? Uh, how how unbelievable is that for you? Yeah, it's uh, until twenty fourth of February, we couldn't believe it may happen. Yeah. Because they told a lot in news that may happen, but no one believed. We just met with our friends from Ukraine. From Ukraine, uh, his his family. Yeah, is from Crimea. Okay, but he he like lives uh, almost all his life in Kiev. I think yeah. in Kiev, he uh, was in Kiev. 21st, 22nd of February, like and two days left, before yeah, war. He left Kiev on 22nd. And he can't believe that it's now hap- happening in Ukraine. He talked to uh, his relatives in Crimea and they don't know what is happening. They don't believe him. He's explaining that people die and they're destroying cities, but they don't believe. Crimea, even that they only uh, deconstruct uh, de- military objects and people live living like normal life, but it's yeah. not true. But it's 
fake and it's propaganda. It's propaganda of Russian propaganda on all Russian TV channels. So I'm going to divert a little bit from the arts here for a moment to follow up on, on that. There was a report today in, uh, in the U.S. press that Russian propaganda about biowarfare labs and Nazi battalions is beginning to take hold here in the United States. What, what would you like to say about that, about, about the Russian propaganda in this country? In the United States. In the United States. People who watch, in, uh, who watch in Russian channels, they also think that uh, yeah. what is happening is not true. And it's nothing like tragical. Yeah, tragical. Yeah. You, don't, you don't need to be worried about Ukraine. All, all is fine. Okay. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But it's not true. Yeah, it's not true. Because we have relatives, we have friends, and they tell us the truth. Yeah. They, they can't uh, lie us. <laughs> You're because still in. Yeah. You're still in contact with with people back oh, in. All our friends, mm-hmm. with the artists, with relatives, we are in contact. Yeah, yeah. With friends, uh, one our friend, he was in Miami like three weeks ago, mm-hmm. yeah. and he visited uh, our opening with his family, with kids, and now he in Ukraine. And uh, I spoke to him yesterday, and he was very upset very sad very mm-hmm. nervous and uh, afraid and he uh, now uh, didn't uh, know what to do huh? didn't know doesn't doesn't know yeah. Yeah? doesn't know what to do now and uh, he said it's very very difficult situation now in ukraine yeah Indeed. he also doesn't know what to do because all businesses stopped frozen yeah and people yeah. can earn money they need to escape somewhere yes and and we're going to get to the arts here in a moment, but there's just so many things I think that people need to understand about what's happening. So no businesses, so no markets are, are running. I'm sure salaries have, have now been cut off. So how, how are people surviving day to day, food, water, electricity, what have you? I can, uh, I can tell about our friends. Please. In Kyiv, uh, for example, they have some uh, uh, shops that are still open, mm-hmm. and they can go and buy uh, buy a credit card. But they can take cash from the bank, mm-hmm. uh, from the bank because it doesn't work. No, now from next Monday it's gonna oh, they, going to work. Some banks, yeah. not a lot, but some banks. Okay. Yeah, and they they are like out of cash because they can't take cash from the bank or nowhere and they're a little bit worried <laughs> with food they said it's okay because they now help in at some restaurants to prepare food for army mm-hmm. for people to defend cave and mm-hmm. they eat also there mm-hmm. and take food home from there and uh, we are really uh, ukrainian people now are very helpful they try to help each other and uh, also they are really brave people, and we really like honest. Yes, we are yes. honest of the of all Ukrainian people. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That that's that's important, and I and I saw that firsthand during the siege of Sarajevo. That the, those community bonds, those family and friendship 
and and local bonds made the difference in protecting one another and helping one another to to get through what which was you know almost a, a, a 1500 day siege a four-year siege but that's very important yeah yeah yeah. i i agree with you it, it, and it makes it makes the difference so can you tell us a little bit uh you you, you talked about wanting to promote the arts ukrainian arts on a global stage so tell us a little bit about where the ukrainian art community was before the war how how vibrant how how successful how active yeah it was pretty successful for example last year some works of our artist nikita kadan was purchased by pompidou uh -huh. uh, and a lot of ukrainian artists exhibiting a lot abroad especially europe in different institutions such as the museum mumok in vienna it's museum modern art ludwig like museum modern art Warsaw, gallery london museum ludwig budapest and I think for us, maybe five, seven years, our art community, art market developing fast. Yeah, we presented our country as a gallery at the art fairs in the United States, in, in, in Europe. In 2020, for example, we did a armory show in New York. In 2021, we did the Expo Chicago, Vienna Contemporary, Dallas Art Fair, Nada mm -hmm. Miami, and Untitled Miami. And always people also like before the war, always people after like visiting, talking, they always said that they we have like different art scene. It's uh, diff it's not the same as in United States and it's interesting. Mm -hmm. Yeah, mm -hmm. and our show that we opened in February and uh, was featured in the New York Times is also very popular. We have a lot of requests to see the show. It's, it's very good signal that our art can be successful and we can show it in important institutions. Talk about or mention a couple of the artists that you you are most most excited about that you've you've shown or presented uh, from the Volishin Gallery or just presented to the world. I think Nikita Kadan is a very important artist. Lisa Homenko also. Nikolai Karabinovich, Mekova Ridney, Maria Sulemenko, Artem Lokitin, Ivan Svitlishny, Anastasia Podervianska, Kinder Album. Yulia, I would love it if you sent me some of those names that I can help promote as well. And if you have contacts for them, I would love to continue this conversation with artists in Ukraine or outside of Ukraine to, to keep to keep the focus on, on what's happening there. I know how how you feel being separated from family and friends and colleagues. I was forced to, to escape Sarajevo during the war and and had to leave my wife behind because she was of military age. And, and she risked being grabbed and, and conscripted. It took me nine months before we were reunited. But not everyone 
has that experience help people, and I can see it in both of your eyes, help people understand a little bit that heart, that heartache? It's very hard because we are safe, but yeah. we, we can't feel happy, you know, and we are in very beautiful place now in Florida, <laughs> but we can't feel joy as before. It's really hard because we are thinking all the time about our relatives, our family, our yeah. friends. Yeah. And we are talking yeah. with them, it's and it's very hard to to feel what they feeling. Yeah. And to see all the news pictures of children, it's it's horrible. Are are you yeah. getting and I know you've got you've got a, a small daughter who uh, who has an impact on your sleep. But uh, but uh, but are, are you are you able to sleep well at night or is it is it difficult? First week, first week it was really difficult, but now yeah. we are so tired that we are sleeping. Ex exhaustion, but, yeah. But again, yeah. we have to we get up in the morning and immediately check the news. Yeah, yeah. yeah and to see what happened yeah. while we, we slept. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But that that can be the news can be frustrating in its in its own right. I remember when I was when I was back home and I would hear that a neighborhood that I knew in Sarajevo was shelled. There are no, there were no phones. It would take a day or a week before I would I was able to find out that my wife or or her family or friends were safe. You you don't get that. You don't get that those details from from the news no no we have now connection with friends and we have mm -hmm. internet they have mm -hmm. internet mm -hmm. and we are asking them yeah. time to time how how is there is everything okay yeah yeah, yeah <laughs> but we also had friends from uh, Kharkiv uh, one family artist Artyom Volokitin and uh, they have five children and they woke up in the morning and stayed at the bomb shelter first night when they started. Wow. And in the very early in the morning, they took a car, some things, and left and left Kharkiv. Yeah. And they are now in Austria. That's that's a long drive. Yeah, and they <laughs> destroyed they destroyed Kharkiv. It's horrible. They're home. I've I've seen I've seen video and and pictures, but uh, but but again, I, I know from experience. That even those pictures don't tell the whole story about about the destruction, not only of of the hearts and and the souls of people, but a, a deeper infrastructure. I heard that the gallery in Kiev is uh, is now a shelter. Yes, uh, uh, Nikita Kadan and our manager and her sister and some other people they mm -hmm. stay at the gallery now and. Uh, it, about two weeks. Our gallery is located in historical building, and it was during Second World War also the bomb shelter. It was used as a bomb shelter before. Wow. Now we can see that history repeating, and we are using it again. It's crazy. Yeah, it's crazy. Who who is sheltering there? Is it is it artists? Is it is it anyone who needs needs a place to take shelter? Yeah. 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 Some neighbors from the building, time to time, can come with children to, to yeah. stay for night. Okay. okay. And uh, uh, like one week, one week ago, it was much more uh, people in our gallery. 
but now some people, some artists decide to move to the West. Yeah. Yeah, and some stay. Some yeah. stay. Yeah. Can we talk about the importance of the artist in this ongoing story? I've used the artist as an illustration to represent the ultimate human commodity, the, the ultimate representation of the importance of human life, the value of human life. And, but there's something unique to the artist, and that's an interruption or a loss of, of their work or their ability to work. I knew artists in, in Bosnia who lost everything. A, a, a dear, dear friend that I stayed with, there's, there's video of him standing in front of his burning home in which a lifetime of, of work was, was destroyed. I would love your thoughts on, on the, the value or, and, and the potential loss, what that would mean for Ukraine and the world of, of Ukrainian art or artists. It's a, it's a huge loss for, we can talk about our gallery. We are in the United States now, uh-huh. but we're not planning to move from Ukraine. Yeah. We love Ukraine and we love Kiev. Yeah. And we don't have gallery now. We have space only where people live, yeah. like in bomb shelter, yeah. but we don't have space. We have been investing in this 15 years of our life. Yeah. Even money, we can't... Uh, and we can't count all money that have been invested, but who can evaluate 15 years of our life and the yeah. works that were created by artists, we can't evacuate now. And we have to do, we, we don't know what should we do. We have to begin life from uh, from zero. No, not from zero, but completely no. like, like yeah. because we have experience, we have some connections and it's I hope it could help us to do something. And I feel that uh, here in the United States, we can be uh, more, more, helpful. Yeah, more helpful for our artists, for Ukrainian people, for relatives, because we, because we can do something and, and we can help. You become a bridge. Yeah, 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 yeah. 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 And also about artists, we will see in nearest future works and reaction of Ukrainian artists to the war. And also Nikita Kadan, he, is, he stayed in our gallery and uh, he started a new series of works, drawings. of drawings. Mm-hmm. And uh, these drawings are so powerful and so uh, like heartbreaking. Yeah, you can check his Instagram to have a look at works. And we posted in the Ocean Gallery yesterday some his, some, some, some his, yeah excellent yeah. Uh, and and I will link to the gallery in the notes uh, on this yeah. piece as well so people can people can find you and find him. Uh, we saw that the world was elevated through the pandemic by artists first singing from balconies in Italy and then performers moving from from the stage to the internet. Uh, we started this interview with a Ukrainian singer, uh, Christina Solovy, with her and her song, I Bring Peace. What is the role of the artist in the Ukraine conflict or in addressing the Ukraine conflict? We have to fight on the art, art scene yeah, as yeah, well. Yeah. Because, uh, Russian, Russia, they want us to be not independent in art as well. They mm-hmm. want to 
all were and with who we are presented, but we don't want that too. Mm-hmm. And they are trying now to organize some discussions with the Ukrainian, with Russian, with Belarusian, but uh, we have to we have to ignore that. We don't have to be in contact, in discussion with them. They have to understand that they are responsible as well for what is happening in Ukraine. And it's also, it's not works for Ukrainian artists, for Ukrainian people, for galleries. If they, like, 10 people from Russia and Belarusia, and two people from Ukraine. Yeah, like, <laughs> it's not yeah, possible. recently it was opened an exhibition in Paris. I saw some pictures. And from 12 artists, two Ukrainian and other Russian, 10 and from Russia. exhibition about, like, Ukraine. To help Ukraine, yeah. <laughs> it's yeah. A, it's like an exhibition about, uh, I don't know, Black Lives Matter exhibition and the artists like from uh, Japan, China, and <laughs> one, one Black American artist. <laughs> you can imagine this. I think yes. no. Yeah, absolutely. The same for Ukraine. We have to, uh, we have to control where mm-hmm. we present with whom. It's also our fight on cultural. And mm-hmm. we have to uh, all... Art institutions and professionals, they have to understand this and to present Ukrainian art properly. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Not like in group of Eastern European or they will find another name for this, but it will be the same mm-hmm. like before. You share a long border with Russia. You share a history with Russia. You even, you even share uh, some cultural connections with, with Russia that... This is not really about Russia, but about the cult of one man, uh, namely Vladimir Putin. Am I am I correct in that? Partly yes, but okay. you know, we know now that like six, more than sixty people in Russia they supported Putin. Sixty percent. Sixty percent. We've seen that in this country as well with the cult of personality behind one person that goes beyond patriotism and nationalism that seems to be a product that percentage seems to be driven by propaganda and maybe a laziness by by people to question sources but also but also a saturation of uh, of a message in which there's nothing else available to them do you feel, uh, because we've seen thousands of Russians go to jail protesting the invasion. The, the founding member of Pussy Riot told, uh, told her fellow Russians, use your voice while you still can. That was before Putin's dissent law. The Ukrainian uh, soprano uh, Ludmila uh, Monastirska uh, and Russian, uh, and Russian sopra- uh, soprano Ekaterina Gubanova hugged at the at the end of their performance of Aida in Naples uh, this this past Sunday and I spoke with with a Nebraska singer-songwriter Rascal Martinez uh, who's written a, a beautifully inspiring song entitled Clouds when the darkness gets you down and you feel
back to Russians believing their nationalist propaganda, is that something that artists can begin to have have an effect on? Uh, uh, can can artists begin to begin to change the the information disconnect? I think yes, yes. but okay. it uh, could take a lot of time. It's not uh, yeah. that easy. It's not uh, just yeah. I don't know. It could take years. Yeah, yeah. It's not so easy, and it's it's not for all people. It's for just like like in, intelligent people okay. who are in this art like uh, p- cultural people you know okay. I, I think my my position is that it's easy to to see this propaganda yeah and yeah. believe and uh, i don't respect these people because if you don't if, if you want to be real informed if you want to uh, know truth mm-hmm. you should you can find everything in internet in google yeah. it's possible if they don't <laughs> want to find this I am not respect these people. What, one of the things, and and this got me across as an American. It got me. It got me across Serbia, in, in which my country was threatening to bomb Serbia at the time. One of the things that that I learned. First of all, I learned the culture. I learned literature, artists, music, movies. I also learned history from multiple sources to to arrive at a kind of a baseline truth it's it's important not to not to just listen to one source yeah yeah of course but russian community here in the the united states they're silent they're not in russia they can talk they can use different media to tell their opinion but they're silent Mm -hmm. and Mm -hmm. i think it's not right uh, position yeah it's not honest position yeah. Yeah. yeah and they don't want to be to be for to, to, be, to feel responsibility yeah, yeah mm-hmm. to be fault in this but because everyone now has to understand they have to tell they have to tell that this is not right not the only ukrainian people have to tell this yeah, yeah they have to scream yeah i think the arts tell a better story, a stronger story than yeah. than the news. And and even if it takes years, I think there will be a propaganda legacy that needs to be to be overcome. And I think the arts are the best way of doing that. I, I'd love I'd love your thoughts on that. Yeah, artists can speak very powerfully. Yeah. And I think yeah. Ukrainian artists next uh, next year maybe they will produce something very, very strong, very strong. Are you seeing the the artistic community in in Ukraine beginning to yeah. to react creatively to this? Yes, yes. immediately, immediately. Yeah. immediately. And I'm in a group with a, with a discussion about all this, and a lot of offers now from Russians to cooperate or somehow to help Ukraine, Ukrainian artists. But we don't need to help us with them in cooperation. They have to help us without us. Yeah. yeah. We are yeah. helping ourselves now. We are fighting on our land with their soldiers. We don't need to cooperate in, in New York, for example, to, to help us. Yeah. We can help us by ourselves. Yeah. 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 They have to 
Because I have to scream. The world is joining is joining with Ukraine. The the sanctions on on Russia has been nothing short of of miraculous. Uh, coming together with the power and and the depth that they that they have, which I, which I think is is astounding. I, I I would love you to speak about the the unique perspective because I think I think that's also an important part of this issue is losing Ukraine or losing the arts in Ukraine means losing a perspective in the bigger human conversation. Are, are you still with me on that? Yeah, yeah, we, we agree with you. Cult, uh, culture and art, it's like a, the, the fundament of, of yeah. Ukraine. Yeah. Like Ukrainian uh, our nation. Language, our culture, it's a fundamental thing. Yeah, but I think it's not possible to lose this. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah it, because like Ukrainians are very strong people, and they are. I see they are going to fight until to the, the end. Yes, until the end. And all Ukrainians now believe that Ukraine will win this war but because it's on our side. Yeah. Yeah, but the price could be yes. very expensive. Too expensive, and uh, for me, and not only Russian responsible for that, all world responsible. Yeah, because for that. because they are watching. Sanction is not enough. Help. Yes, yeah, yeah. They're yeah. trying to help, but we are watching how people dying, and we just uh, we just watching. They yeah. don't give us our president and said, please close the sky uh, in Ukraine. Help us. Give us uh, uh, planes. We could fight yeah. because we don't have. But we, they are talking, talking. It's yeah, we could fight by ourselves. Uh, Ukrainian people could do it, but we need, you know, we yeah. need some. Yeah, we need some help from Europe, United States. Of course, they give us a lot, mm-hmm. but you know, with uh, the biggest country in the world, we need much more. I'd like to talk about the history a little bit because I think it's important to this conversation. Vladimir Putin has made statements about Ukraine not being a real nation. However, I seem to recall King George said the same thing about the American colonies uh, and China has never even ever allowed an argument over Taiwan. Make the case for a sovereign and independent Ukraine. Ukraine is uh, one of the all, oldest nations in Europe. We have ancient history. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like, and people who have, like, educa- have education, they know this. Yeah, all, like Kievan Rus. Vladimir Putin telling on TV. <laughs> I it's, don't know who is the uh, main uh, auditory. Yeah. Maybe educated people because it's not a university on TV. Mm-hmm. Like speak history it's not university we have to start history it's a university or at school not by tv and linguistically you ukrainian is different from russian uh and, and please tell me if i have this this correct it's yes. it's a it's a south slavic language making yeah, yeah, yeah. it more more akin to or closer to serbo-croatian and bosnian yeah yeah, our language is more close to like poland croatian like serbian Check. Yeah. Uh, not for uh, we have more similar words. Uh, Ukrainian language, Polish language. Yeah. 
yeah. then in yeah. Ukrainian and Russian. But what is interesting is that all Ukrainian people can understand, can speak Russian. But uh, Russian people, for mm -hmm. them, it's, it's difficult to understand Ukrainian. That's it's so really interesting. Yeah. Do you have any any plans for returning right now? Are you are you trying? Or you, I see you've got a young daughter, so she has to be she has to be your primary concern. Yes. No, we can't. We can't go to Ukraine. It's not possible. Yeah. Yeah. Airports destroyed. Like. A lot of infrastructure destroyed. Mm -hmm. We don't want to go home and to stay in bomb shelter with daughter. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. We can do more helpful things when we are here. Yeah, and but we are also we have another problem. We don't have business here. Yeah. Our business was in Ukraine. Yeah, but uh, we are thinking now to uh, cooperate with uh, one Miami-based gallery to organ to organize uh, like charity auction sale, or exhibition sale, yeah exhibition. and to support ukraine to send okay. money to ukraine we are going to do this on the beginning of uh, of uh, april mm -hmm. in miami i have to ask what your plans are for the future of the gallery or is it too soon to think about that and if, if it's not is it important to look forward and try to some plan for the future. Uh, we are thinking now about that, but we don't have we don't have decision. Yeah, yeah. you know, yeah. it's only yeah. two weeks, a yeah. little bit more, yeah. and we can't in two weeks we can't decide what should we do because we were working fifteen years before. Yeah, and yeah. That's yeah. not easy. But what in nearest future we are decision. going to we are thinking maybe we should uh, we should open show in New York. Mm -hmm. Like yeah, with the uh, Ukrainian artists, we have a lot of support from American, from American art scene professionals and advisors, and the people just calling or writing us to offer a space or something or studio or residency for artists, and we we try to consider offer all uh, the offers. This community we, comes together, and, and particularly the arts community. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, because to open a gallery, it's also expensive. Yes, yeah. yes, it is. But there are there are ways around that, which I'm sure you guys are are coming to, renting spaces and donated spaces and and co-op spaces yeah. that yeah, yeah. Uh, that can be utilized. So yeah, yeah, yeah. Before before we go here, and and, and thank you so much for taking taking the time. It, it, it's yes, really thank important. You. Thank you for your support. Absolutely, absolutely. Uh, would you like to send a message, friends or artists or family back in Ukraine? Stay, stay strong. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. And uh, and uh, glory to Ukraine. And I think uh, Ukraine win this this war. Yulia and Max Voloshin are the owners of the Voloshin Gallery in Kiev, Ukraine. Our species has allowed a small minority of the ignorant and regressive to drag us into pointless conflicts throughout history. The Bronze Age is all too often exemplified by swords and helmets, the stuff of war. The vast majority of bronze was used to create jewelry, tools, and wares never used for war. That manufactured focus on war relegated the invention of literature, arguably the greatest opposition to war and ignorance 
not to mention, together with the arts, the greatest achievement of mankind to little more than a historical footnote. That perspective needs to change if we are to survive as a species. Again, Julian Max, thank you so much. And uh, I hope that you uh, that you'll come back with with updates and and keep us uh, keep us informed. Yes, yeah, thank you very much for your support. It's very important now. I'm right there with you, buddy. I was I was there in 2014 uh, and even wrote a book about uh, about it, uh, an incident that happened in 2014 in Ukraine. So um, I, I've I've been there with you guys from from the very beginning through this and uh, and we'll be with you all the way through until hopefully peace yeah thank you have you have you ever been to ukraine not yet but i'm i'm so looking forward you have to come yeah yeah but after the war <laughs> yeah, after war you should yeah. definitely i'll bring a big bottle of champagne uh and and, and, and we'll to- yeah. we'll toast it in your gallery <laughs> yeah 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 <laughs> Uh, thank you so much. We we end as we began with Ukrainian singer Kristina Solovy and I bring peace. <laughs> Земля